What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, JB, Andy Brampernard, and Cassie Schrader. JB over there playing with his microphone. Well, I didn't hear myself, so. You're fine. Don't worry about a thing. We'll be right back. Hour two with the family. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer. You oh, caught me. Yeah, Finally yeah, caught baby. me. Yeah, touchdown. I was texting my stepson who's a huge comedy fan to see if he wanted some tickets tonight. So. Oh, there you go. The cool car section is up and running at Walzer.com. It's where we collect all the groovy used cars from across the group. So there's Corvettes, there's Mustangs, there's Jaguars, there's all kinds of fun stuff. Anywhere from, boy, we get some Miatas in there sometime that are seven, dollars $8,000, and we've had Ferraris that were over three hundred grand. So if you're into looking or buying something fun to while away, the beautiful Minnesota summer and fall, go to walzer.com and go to Cool Cars. That's your whole spot? That's the whole spot. Oh, you work way too hard. I know. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Going to rest up now. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. One, two, three. One, two, three. Do, 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 do. All right. I thought, right. thought she was going to play Purple Rain. <laughs> no. They could fit it in this song. That'd be good. Uh, all right. So I never thought I would say this in my entire life, but I agree with one Democrat and one Republican on something they're working on together. I can't believe they agree, first of all, but I can't believe I agree with both of them. 
Uh, it's an unlikely pairing, a self-described Democratic Socialist and a Republican who once mocked her log logic. Yet New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Texas Senator Ted Cruz found common ground Thursday. Oh, my God. And I found it today. Agreeing to put their heads together on a bill that would impose a lifetime ban on former members of Congress becoming lobbyists. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Politics is all about money now, and it's got to stop. Now, well, I, I mean, it's been about money for probably a good 3,000 years. Well, you're probably right about that, but it... The fact that you can be in Congress and then become a lobbyist? Are you kidding me? Well, and the other thing that they, I think they should get rid of is Citizens United. That was the biggest. What is that? It, it, it passed the Supreme Court in, I think, 2009, and it basically allows corporations to give unlimited funds right. to candidates. So it's, it's like a super PAC. It's yeah. way it was their way, it was a way, their way around PACs. That's what exactly was, what yeah. it was. So it's, you know, it's that clever thing that they do in the federal government so they label legislation what it really isn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, Citizens United, who would vote against that? Yeah, exactly. Would be citizens? Well, that isn't what it means at all. It's kind of like the Patriot <clears throat> Act, which personally I think was probably good legislation, but it really curtailed a lot of rights of Americans. In yeah. 20 years, we're going to be like... I'm introducing the Fluffy Bunnies bill, right? Which is actually about you know exterminating half the population. That's right. But still, you weren't voting against Fluffy Bunnies. <laughs> yeah, you? you like Fluffy Bunnies. It means we're going to kill all the Muslims. The, the sad thing is, it would work. Yeah. Because well, people, they work. see the name, and that's yep. right. They can't get past the label. But how about the governor and the two house of uh, legislature in Minnesota actually working together for once? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's and not it's not perfect, but they do get the budgets done right. and they're, you know, they're <clears> in the black. It's a good state. <laughs> it's a little bit of fighting, but they always seem to work it out, which yeah, is but I wish you, they did that at the federal level quite. But honestly. you didn't have the two in the past years here lately you had like the two weeks of special session. Yeah. Yeah. This was one day. Well, what amazed me about that whole thing is, is that these newspaper people can't just let it go. It just amazes me. The headline the day after that was, in the Star Tribune, uh, Walls and members of Congress come to an agreement, and Walls walks away with a win. Well, if they compromised, didn't yeah, everybody, everybody win? And that's, I, I agree completely. I that's one of the problems that. we have with oh. government is that people look at it like a football game. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you're it's right. Not, it's not a football game. No. No, you're right. You're My test right. is always, if you think that the worst Republican is better than the best Democrat or vice versa, right. I don't really want to talk to you. I, I agree. mean, you're not open-minded like enough. That. I agree with you completely on that. Here's something I don't say often. I agree with AOC, Cruz tweeted Thursday in response to Ocasio-Cortez tweet that I don't think it should uh, be legal at all to become a corporate lobbyist if you've served in Congress. I couldn't agree more. She's absolutely right about that. But she should find out what a garbage disposal is. That'd be good. She linked to a public citizen report that found nearly two-thirds of recently retired or defeated U.S. lawmakers now working outside politics have landed jobs influencing federal policy. Two-thirds recently retired. Sounds about right. That's disgusting. It, that stuff has got to stop. It's all about making money now. Oh, I, I can make some money. Like, really? There's nothing else, huh? There's nothing else that you... Uh, yeah, they could podcast and make just the same amount of dough. Yeah, absolutely. You know, no question. All Especially, this, you know... All those big high flyers. Brought to you by Walzer Automotive Group. Here's Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> 
Yes, I could see that. We'll give her a free out. garbage disposal. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really wish that people would just stop wasting our money on all this stuff. You know, whether it's trying to impeach Trump or trying to get this on the other side. Would you just stop pissing our money away? That'd be really nice. So I take it she doesn't know what a garbage is. Garbage. Oh, you didn't hear that? The yeah. audio? I don't know if she was joking. Cassie, you think she was joking? Well, I don't know. You know, here's the deal. <laughs> a lot of New Yorkers grew up without them because they were legal in New York City yeah. for a long time. Yeah, so were, all yeah. the old houses that were built after World War II didn't have them. It's kind of odd to think that she mm. wouldn't have stumbled across yeah, one but I grew in up college in a, or I whatever. I grew up in a house with no garbage disposal. I knew what a garbage yeah. disposal was. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, it's common knowledge. It's you know, some people don't have, all they have is a tub, but they know what a shower is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just, to me, I don't know. I think if, if it was, if anything, she just did it to have her name in the news. You know, she could have known what it was, but she was just plain dumb just to get her name out there. Yeah, I sp- well, I think you might be right about that. I think she was just playing dumb because she thinks that stuff is cute. I mean, a lot of Hollywood people do that. I mean, yes, look at do. Paris Hilton. That's how she made a career. Yeah, that's by true. acting like an idiot. It is interesting, though, because other than Minnesotans, mm-hmm. name another freshman person in Congress mm. in the House of Representatives. Yeah. I'm not the right person to ask that question. <laughs> I yeah. honestly, I don't care yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, the point is, is that she's... she's like or not, she's turned this into this massive marketing machine. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who she is. Oh, exactly. not everybody that's, does. She's the yeah, Donald think, Trump of the left, basically. Yeah, so yeah, I think true. that's why maybe that's why the video was put out there, just yeah. to have her name out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. She's one of those people, she cares more about being in the news or in the media than yeah, anything else. It's, it's kind of like baiting. You see that, and then you're going to start following and seeing what she's doing and see if she's putting out any more idiotic mm-hmm. videos. <laughs> but then she now she's starting to pump out the propaganda mm-hmm. and stuff in politics. So, God, there's a video. I don't know if you guys have seen this video or not. I'm looking at the still photo of it now. So this guy, was. it looks like he was up in a helicopter or something, but he was watching a shark swim in the ocean. And all of a sudden, this swimmer is going right at the shark. <laughs> now, I don't know how it worked out, but I'll find out right now. I mean, it's a the picture, the still picture. I don't know if you can see this. Okay, here, I'll try to get this going. Okay, so they're bringing up. Okay, he's, oh, yeah, he's up, but he, oh, yeah, he's got the uh, the shark swimming along. Yeah, he must, I think he is in a helicopter. Maybe he's on the top floor of a hotel, though, or something. Okay, I'm watching a swimmer. This person's swimming. They're swimming along. Okay, this is too long. Kick it into high gear, sister. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That shark has got to be 15 feet away from her. Look at that. Shark there or there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is not good, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, it doesn't look like anything happened, though. I mean, I'll, I'll scroll to the end and tell you if, if any of it. Uh, no, they just kind of. Oh, and then all of a sudden she turns away from the shark, so she must have eventually seen it. That's frightening as hell, if you ask me. Yeah, I know. We're going to North Carolina in a week, and it's about four years when we were down there at my dad's place. We just got out of the water and having cocktails on the deck at 5 o'clock. About a mile and a half up the beach, a couple of helicopters landed because a shark had just taken some kid's arm. Oh! In three feet of water. It's oh, like, oh man! And there's a there there are more down in North Carolina than there used to be. The ocean temperatures changed in the last yep. fifteen or twenty years. And oh, so it's warmer now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, like, the lobsters are starting to move north from Maine up to Canada, up to Nova Scotia because of that. Is it's, that yeah. right? Yeah, the Atlantic Ocean is actually pretty warm. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I believe they're um, what kind of sharks. Are they bull sharks, I think, mostly on the shore? Yeah, they've had great whites out there before, yeah, though, too. Yeah, it's like bull sharks and tiger sharks, yeah. I believe, that they have an issue with. In the coast of Carolinas, oh, yeah. yeah. I have an issue with any shark that can take off my arm. <laughs> Sand sharks I'm cool with. I, I used to catch those. I caught a baby shark off the Atlantic Pier in North Carolina in Atlantic okay. Beach. All you need to know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Catherine and I were in Grand Cayman about, God, probably 35 years ago, something like that. And we went on this little uh, scuba diving deal. They took us out about five miles out into the ocean. You know, the floor comes up. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's really cool. And I'm swimming along, just having a great time, looking at all the, you know, the, the, the life and all the rest of it. And I look up, and there's nobody in the water. I'm the only person in the water. So I go to the surface, and they're all on the boat. And I said, what are you doing? They said, there's a shark right behind you. And I said, what? They said, yes, there's a shark right behind you. And I just decided, well... I guess I'll swim to the boat, and whatever happens, happens, because I can't right. do anything about it anyway. But it never, it never bothered me. But when I got to the uh, boat, I guess it, because I never saw, I never saw the shark. Probably recognize that you were in radio, yeah, kind of a so, brotherhood thing. Yeah, sharks, you know, <laughs> scumbags, <laughs> other that whole deal. But yeah, I just got on the boat, and it was like I just realized it's, it's either going to kill me or it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I could be walking on one foot. I don't know, maybe it's. It was interesting. It wasn't that frightening, though, because it was like I, I, there's nothing to be afraid of because it either was going to happen or it wasn't, right? Does that make sense to you guys? It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of going in some full-tilt panic, but, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And it is rare. I mean, you're as a golfer, you're much more likely to get killed playing golf by lightning than you are getting eaten by yeah. a shark. I love ocean. sharks. I find them so fascinating. You like sharks? I do. I would swim with them. No, I understand that. Are you out of your mind? No. Okay. I would. Swimming with the shark. Well, it all depends on what kind of, like, nurse sharks you can swim with, can't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I you think. can technically swim with any shark. There's vegetarian just... sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are. Sand sharks are. Yeah, they eat kind plankton of garbage and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Filter feeders, I think they call them. Oh, God, I love this take. You know, some of these guys get executed and they always have their last statement or whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This guy, apparently, a man convicted of killing a country preacher during a 1991 robbery, was put to death by lethal injection in Alabama yesterday, weeks after he avoided another execution date amid disagreements between U.S. Supreme Court justices. Christopher Lee Price, 46, became the second inmate put to death in Alabama in two weeks. The execution was carried out at Holman Prison. Uh, where he was uh, pronounced dead at 7.31 p.m., convicted in the killing of Bill Lynn, a North Alabama pastor slain just days before Christmas. Price released a statement of apology through his attorney. He said, just before they killed him, quote, a man is much more than his worst mistake. It's pretty impressive, don't you think? That's better than... (coughs) Yeah. No, it is. I mean, it's a hell of a... Think about that. I know, again, I'm sure he had a lot of time to work on it. That's, you know... So I do understand that. God, he was convicted of using a sword and a dagger to fatally stab Lynn, a Church of Christ pastor, as he prepared Christmas gifts for his grandchildren. Oh, God. A dagger and a sword. Gee, thanks a lot. I feel much better about myself now. Isn't that amazing? Apparently not. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It's 
don't know. No, it's, hey, look, I just, he's been, he prepared for it and he got it done. And so, Cassie, your hero, R. Kelly's got more charges. No good. He's so gross. He really is. What the hell is wrong with him? He's not even good looking. I don't understand. What is the attraction to (laughs) R. Kelly? All about money. I don't think he has money anymore, does he? He's got money forever. Oh, you think so? Yes. And I don't even think he's that great of a singer. No, of course I not. I believe I can fly. Can I hate that, that song. I hate that song. <laughs> I hate that song. Wow. Oh, well, pardon me. I don't know, know if it's because he sings it or it's just an annoying song and they had it on the radio so much. I don't know, but I'm like, what is this fascination with R. Kelly? And I just loved how yeah. Dave, Dave so, Chappelle picked on him. <laughs> so do you think he's going away? I hope so. I, I don't, don't think he has any chance at this point. No, I think he's pretty much done that. What, they bring 13 more charges against oh. him? I think at this point, even if he is innocent, he's been in the media so much that no jury would vote him not guilty. Yeah, probably true. i got to believe that probably is true, do you think? Once you smear someone enough, their life is over, no yeah. matter what. Which what? is why I don't really agree with this constant, you know, every step he takes. Wait, was that R. Kelly? That's the police. The police, yeah. Oh, no, he's thinking of, you're thinking of Sean McCombs. Oh, you're thinking of, yeah. is it P. Diddy, Puff Daddy? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't know, know what the hell it is now. It's something. Yeah, he's had so many Diddy. names. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, what? Doug Sprinthal just got a warning. <laughs> the battery's dying. Oh, oh the battery's dying? <laughs> I, I didn't know about this. When you think of food at Disney World, you probably imagine yummy Mickey Mouse-shaped waffles, international snacks and drinks from Epcot's World Showcase, and those huge indulgent turkey legs. But the part... Why would you call a turkey leg indulgent? indulgent. It's turkey yeah. meat. I mean, it's not like you're going to, oh, you fat bastard, you ate turkey. I mean, come on. But the park also has a share of elegant, delicious sit-down dining experiences, too, some of which you might have to reserve months in advance. Very true. If you're a Disney aficionado, you may have heard of Club 33, the ultra-elite Disneyland restaurant open to uh, only to members and people specifically invited by one. Mm-hmm. If you haven't learned about its uh, story, you know, whatever. Luckily, Disneyland's Floridian uh, Companion doesn't have a restaurant that's quite that hard to get into. But if your Disney World plans include dinner at Victoria and Albert's, you might want to start making reservations several months in advance. So, yeah, this Club 33. Have you ever seen a picture of this? Uh-uh. It I've is... never been to Disney, actually. I've never been oh. to Disneyland, but I've been to Disney World. Oh, so Club 33 is in Disneyland? Yes. Uh. I've been to Disneyland, but I don't know if that was... How long has that been around? Uh, a while. Yeah, a long time. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. We'll take a break. Be right back in two minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I still never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. I knew you were going to do this. You know she was <laughs> going to well, come Andy's with it over here later. singing it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Andy Oki. <laughs> yeah, there you Should go. Play walk like an Egyptian. Walk like an Andy knows all the words. Oh, that was so funny that one day. Dave and I were just sitting there, and also we just look over. Daddy's just singing along. We're like, <laughs> walk like an Egyptian. Oh, it was great. Oh God, un- unbelievable. Way oh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Tiger Woods is looking to make a move Friday in round two and put himself in position to contend over the weekend at the Memorial Tournament. We'll be following Woods the entire round for shot-by-shot updates and analysis once the round gets underway. So he uh, tees off. uh, Looks like he teed. Well, let me see. He teed off 20 minutes ago. Well, he uh, shot that all-important two-under. Whenever he shoots two-under on Thursday. Yeah. That's when he. Pattern. Yep. So, do you guys know why he took the month off between the Masters and the the, uh, not the Open? He his his body cannot go week to week. Is that what? So it is a back issue then. Yeah. So it's totally a back issue. Well, I suppose that would make sense. I mean, if he pushes it too much, he knows his doctors basically told him if you play week to week, you won't last. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I guess. I just, I don't know. Hey, do you guys know who Ron Garretson is? Uh-uh. Apparently he's an NBA ref. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know? You yeah. know Garretson? Mm-hmm. NBA ref Ron Garretson was arrested in Arizona oh. on Wednesday for an extreme DUI, according to ABC 15. Extreme DUI. Police responded to calls after the 60-year-old Garretson, who was, who was officiated NBA games for 32 years, crashed his car into a tree... Once officers arrived, Garrettson told them he was hit by another car. Garrettson also told police he had a beer and a shot before getting on the road. Uh, apparently, uh, the paramedics arrived and attended uh, to Garrettson's injuries, which included swelling on his hand and blood on his arms and legs. He refused transport to the hospital. Police say Garrettson smelled of alcohol, and he told officers he had drank a beer and a shot at a cigar bar after failing two field sobriety tests. Yeah, Garrettson blew a .02. So, yeah, it's a little more than a beer. At a shot. The shot must have been a full beer can of tequila. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, get it up to point point oh two has got to be. That's good. point oh two. Yeah. Point oh eight is the legal limit. Do they mean point two? They must mean point yeah, two because be he blew a point oh two. Point oh two is like basically undetectable. Yeah. 
So 0.05, maybe they 0.08. Mean, maybe they mean 0.02 is in 2%. 0.02 is my resting alcohol rate. <laughs> yeah. Your resting alcohol rate, 0.02. Well, that's nice to know. Well, I'm that way you get a head start. You don't have to spend quite so much if you want to get busted. You won't be calling any more games in the finals. Yeah, probably not. Boy, I don't understand this at all. Uh, he blew the, you know, the two uh, more than twice the legal limit. Yeah, so it's a point two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Garrison was charged with extreme DUI. Okay, extreme DUI. You know what uh, that's listed as in Arizona? A class one misdemeanor. Really? Of course. That's weird. Well, it's because every lawmaker is constantly driving drunk. So well, <laughs> why would they make themselves? You might be right about that, actually. Oh God! He's always drunk. What the hell? Honestly, that's what I think. Yeah, why else? Right. I mean, it's a public danger, much yep, worse right. than a lot of things that are felonies. Yep. And yet, no one will make it a felony. Which is like the only reason they wouldn't do that is because it would negatively affect them, or yeah. someone they know. Yeah. So. So the new uh, texting while driving law is that. A gross misdemeanor? Or? I'm sure. I'm sure it's a mis- well. I'm not sure, but I'm guessing it'd be a misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah. with things with this. It's what August that happens. Yep, August one. Yeah, that, and I heard the fine is pretty hefty. Right. Let's so. See. And I still see people. Oh, all the time. Drives yeah. me insane. It's like. I see like four or five of them every time we drive. It's. Well, people looking at their phones while they're driving. They really need yeah, to that's it. not good, man. That's not good news at all. I get them at red lights all the time. That's the only time I use my horn for the most part. It's like, <laughs> okay, the arrow's been on for 10 seconds. Put the god dang phone, phone down. down. Well, if anything, if you really need to talk to the person, just call them. Right. Just say, hey, I'm driving. What yeah, you need? Yeah, but people don't call. The most, text. Of the new, most of the newer cars have the capability yeah. of. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my Honda actually will read text to me, and then if I want to reply, it's got like four or five different things I can say. I'm driving now, or I'll get right back yep. to you, or okay. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. So I got I to gotta figure out. I've, I've been trying to connect my phone to my Mustang, and I can't do it. Hmm. And I don't know why I won't do it. It should be pretty easy. It should be yeah. a pain in the ass. Well, don't you just hit Well, the let's give it a connect? try after the, I mean, they're all kind of the same, but they're all kind of different. I'll come out and give you, see if we can get it to work. Yeah, what a good, so that, Apparently the car has to be running. Is that correct? Yeah, probably or it has at to least be in on. park. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, while you couldn't pair it while you were moving. Right. That'll say yeah. it'll tell you you're not allowed to do that while in gear, basically. Yeah, well that's good because but it just says no phone found. That's what it says over and over. Bluetooth's probably not on. Bluetooth yeah, on in, a, in my car or on my phone. phone. You have to have it on in your phone, too. Right. I'm pretty sure it is. Because then they, then they, they look for each yeah. other. Yeah, they sync, and then it'll give you, like, a little digit code to make sure they match. Yeah. And Well, talk amongst yourselves <laughs> All right. if yeah. my Bluetooth is on here. We'll get you hooked up, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> mine. Well, it says Bluetooth on. Right? Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe the car isn't. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. I'm looking at the GHSA website, which is the Governor's Highway Safety Association. Yes. And texting while driving is banned in almost every state. One interesting exception is Montana doesn't ban any cell phone use while driving at all. Montana? That's the well, one because there's only three people in the yeah, state. Yeah, I mean, so. what are the odds you're going to hit somebody? <laughs> that's true. Can yeah, you if you're going to run off the road, then it's only you that's going to get hurt. So, hey, go ahead. Can you still drive 800 miles an hour in Montana? I don't think they have. I 
I think it's nighttime they have speed limits now. Maybe not in daytime. It's, it used to be proper and reasonable, so it was kind of at the cop's discretion. If it's day like this and you're out in the middle of nowhere, you could cruise along at about 100. Yeah. That might have yeah. changed. I would yeah, be no, way too afraid to do that. A hundred? Have you, you ever been to you Montana? Hit a pothole or something? You're yeah. off the road. Well, possibly. I guess that's probably true. But in any case, JB, wake up over there. <laughs> Listen right. to t- you're you're a disaster. He's sleeping. Nope. No. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk, not. Let's talk was... really quietly and see how you sleep. Hey, JB, what are you doing? <laughs> Whether you like them or not, crop tops are once again a summer staple. What's a crop top? It's oh, one of these. Oh. <laughs> That's a crop top? Mm-hmm. Uh, for Doug's girls. Doug's a crop top. Oh, no. Well, for, for women, it's, it's a, usually it's um, a strapless or sleeveless, like, tank top. It's, you know, really tight and stretchy, and you just pull it up and... <laughs> well, this guy's wearing one, and it shows his nipples. Oh, God. Uh, why would I, you? No, don't make that a fashion for men. Please don't. Put it on the podcast page. Oh, and they're gonna be—they're gonna have man buns. I and know. Gross. No. Yeah, he's, he's got, you can see his nipples. I thought a tube top and a crop top were different. Well, yeah, I they think, are. I guess I—I I don't know, cause like they have crop top tube tops that are just like basically like a band that goes around you some women will pull it down and wear it as a mini skirt who knows they're versatile but yeah not for men no please don't yeah it's not a good look i was looking at that i was like "Eh." well they kind of had that going Eh. in the 80s for men with football jerseys they'd have the cut off oh yeah yeah that's because you're working out so much you need to get some (laughs) airflow across the abs (laughs) they're smoking 12 packs of busting free Oh, gross. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that look at all. That's no. like, okay. Well, did, did the guy have a man bun in the picture? Uh, yes. Yeah, typical. Yes, he did, but it's. I don't understand. Uh, well, I don't like skinny jeans on guys either. I think that's an awful look. Okay, I'm here to tell you, I hate skinny whatever it is. <laughs> Suits, jeans. I have slacks. huge calves. I was going to say, you don't have any, any <laughs> choice. There's I don't no know way you could wear them. No, seriously, I tried on a pair. I, Catherine bought me a pair of pants, and I tried them on, and I said, if it's in that skinny deal, that skinny jean deal, you have to buy my waist size two sizes bigger, because otherwise I can't get them over my calves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to wear the waist too big to get them over my calves. I do have massive calves. It's, I, I believe it's my own fault. Yeah, I well, understand that. Yeah, they call that like the athletic fit, too. Yes. Yep. And athletic even like T-shirts, fit. like a 2X T-shirt... Will still be too small because they're so narrow. Yeah. And they're so yeah, and they're tight, and you can't you know bigger guys that are broad shoulder they can't even get it you know because Dave's broad shoulder and he's yeah. like I'm I how is this not fitting me I said because it's that athletic fit. Oh, that's, that's a nice thing to say. Well, of course it <laughs> no, wouldn't fit you. Not. It's athletic. <laughs> yeah. No. That's really nice, Cassie. He's very broad shouldered. Yeah. You yeah, know, so like it'll fit him, but he can't like yeah. move his arms because it's so tight. No, I, you know, I, I so understand that exactly. Skinny jean, you know, hipster look uh, ish. Yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not That's a fan. Right. Well, I saw that and I said ish. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, what the hell are you going to do? The Children's Theater Company tried to sue for court costs around an abuse victim. So he tried gets to be a victim? 
Yeah. Yes. They try to recover court really? costs. Yes. What is wrong with you? Were they found guilty though? Yes, they yeah, were found they were. guilty, yep. oh. but then they turned around and uh, charged her for the court costs. How? I don't think you're okay, allowed unpack to unpack that. that for me. How did they think that? There was, there's know. a loophole in the law somewhere. I saw it on TV the other day, and she was not a happy person. Well, apparently they apologized. Oh, no, and... see, they did win in the lawsuit, so that's why. This is probably okay. Some, so the children's theater thing. won. The children's theater won, so now they're going after her. So it God, does you, make you sense. Because yeah. you, you need to have a PR department. And yeah. just run that yeah. stuff <laughs> run by, by somebody him. else yes. mm -hmm. before you go. <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> it seems so basic to me. And, yeah. and I, that was just my job to, for the company for a couple of years. Just to leave it alone. It's every like, once in a while, not, it's like, okay, let's, let's look at how this might be viewed right. by potential customers. Mm -hmm. Would they like it or would they not? If the answer is they would not, then let's not say anything. Yeah. Mm. No, that's exactly right. I don't know how you arrive at that decision to go after the abuse victim, even though you won. Well, that doesn't mean they're an abuse victim, though, necessarily. They could have been lying. We don't know. My favorite lawsuit was, and you know that I listen to public radio, is when Minnesota Public <laughs> Radio uh, sued the State Department of Transportation over the rail line by the studio. Those so you've got noise. a, a state-funded uh, yeah. company suing another one that's funded by the state. It's like, guys... It's one big pair of pants. You're just different pockets. Right. Mm -hmm. no, that's exactly stupid. right. Yeah. It's absolutely true. A&E's new biography documentary about Chris Farley, which premiered Monday, explores the life of the charismatic comedian who died in 1990. He's been dead for 22 years. Wow. That's I just saw right. that. It was Jeez, really good. I can't believe Oh, you saw it? Yep. Yeah, it looks really good. Every time I see Chris Farley's name, I think uh, one time, Andy was probably five, maybe six, something like that. We're in line at Byerly's at checkout, and there's a guy in front of us, and he's a, he's a large guy, mm -hmm. and he's all sweaty. And, and he Andy, was homeless. What? He was a hobo. He was a hobo? Yes. At Byerly's? <laughs> well, I don't think it was Byerly's. High-class hobo. Mom Byerly's. has a very different recounting of this story. No, it's absolutely true, because what you said to Mom was, that guy smells like Chris Farley. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now, you deny saying that part? Uh, you got it kind of right. Okay, what is it? I said it smells like Chris Farley in here. In here? Yeah. <laughs> well, gee, I wonder who you were talking about. You <laughs> said it smells like Chris well, Farley. I didn't know. <laughs> but how did you know Chris old. Farley would stink? Well, because that had it, all that drug stuff had just come out, and uh, there were pictures of him all over the place looking like a drug addict. Run over. Disheveled. Yeah, yeah and, you know... You can just tell if someone smells by looking at them sometimes. <laughs> I will never forget my my oldest brother's oldest daughter, right? Okay. So they're uh, they're going to the grocery store, and this uh, this is now God forty years ago, probably something like that. And so they come in from Richfield, and they go into uh, I don't know what store it was, but it was in in the city of Minneapolis. They go to the store, and Colleen, my brother's wife, is carrying her, right? She's like four or five years old, something like that. And this black guy comes around the corner, and she says, Look, Mom, Flip Wilson. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, my nephew, She's when he was, a black guy when he was about that age, he was, he was probably... <laughs> He's just getting verbal, three and a half, four years old. He loved Kirby Puckett. <laughs> the problem was when we'd watch baseball games, he thought every black guy yeah, in the field was Kirby, was Kirby Puckett. Puckett. 
Kirby Puckett winds up and delivers the pitch to Kirby Puckett. Some <laughs> line drive over Kirby Puckett's head into light Kirby left Puckett. shallow field. It was yeah, so funny. My, my youngest boy, Max, he thought every black guy's name was LeBron James. So he was, oh, look, it's LeBron James. What do you think, LeBron? <laughs> we will be right back right after this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. I'm talking to Neil Sheehy, ex-NHL defenseman. Neil, you've had great success following the Nutrimost Wellness Plan. How much weight did you lose? Tom, I dropped over 63 pounds in 44 days, but more importantly, I know how to keep it off. That's great. What makes Nutrimost different from all of those other programs out there? In addition to my success, I have two brothers and two sisters who had great success on the Nutrimost wellness program. And collectively, we all lost a total of 222 pounds on the program. My brother and I were so impressed that we decided to open up a clinic in Plymouth. Find out how and why Nutramos is unlike any other weight loss plan by attending the Nutramos free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, June 4th at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramos guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Register for the Nutramos dinner or schedule your immediate consultation. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Uh, you know, we found out, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, once you get to a certain age, you have to search for memories, right. which I hate. <laughs> the hell is that all about? And they, it's just there's a lot of stuff to remember. And they did uh, no give bandwidth. a flying finger of fate. The flying finger of fate. That's and you exactly know who right. they gave it to. It's very obvious. Richard Nixon. Nope. Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, yes. on the new one. Yeah. Because yeah, the they gave one. it to Richard Nixon back in the day. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's getting so predictable. Look, I, yeah. I don't care who's the president. I don't like you. Well, We're Democrat, <laughs> Republican, I don't care. If you're the president, I don't like you. Well, they said that Richard Nixon's appearance and Hubert Humphrey's refusal to come yeah, on that's right. laughing is the reason why Nixon won. And yeah. all Nixon said was, suck it to me. Suck it to me. Suck it to me. Suck it to me. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, the th two things that Nixon did right was going on laughing, and he also hung out with Elvis Presley for a day because he was trying to reel the kids in to talk their parents. Have you seen that movie? Him. Which one? Uh, there's a movie about Elvis meeting... Richard Nixon. Oh, there! I have not seen the movie. But it's I know really movie. good. Is it really? And I'm trying to remember who the guy is that plays Elvis. He was. <sighs> you, you didn't watch Boardwalk Empire. He was the psycho killer. I did it first. Yeah, I really like that show. Oh, a lot. it's not. Uh, oh God, what's his name? He's not. He played like a Michael, a German. Yeah, Michael. 
He played a Where's German immigrant that just murdered people yes. all the time. Yeah. He was just nuts, but he God, he plays Elvis, and he's it's really, you'd love that movie. What's the name of the movie? I don't know, Cassie. What's the name of that movie? Somebody yeah. with a computer with a battery, help us out. Yeah. Well, we do have a caller while we look that up. It's okay. called Elvis and Nixon. Yeah, Elvis and Nixon. That's the name of the and movie. His name is Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. There you go. That's exactly who it is. We have a caller. Yes, it's Officer Dave. Do you ever work? <laughs> I am at work right now. <laughs> you shoot, shooting Prius owners? <laughs> well, you know, I've got unlimited data and Wi-Fi, and I just listen to Tom Bernard all day long. Thank yeah. God. Who, who, who loves you more than me? i got to tell you this morning. Oh, I think, I don't know. I had My the, wife might. I had the, well, maybe. I had the honor this morning being invited to the uh, retirement party of Sergeant Dave Bourne of the Golden Valley uh, Police Department. Went over there and uh, tons of people showed up for it. Uh, those, those are, I tell you what, man, me being around cops, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm wow. Elvis being around cops. It's wonderful. <laughs> that's that's because you support us, Tom. Well, it goes both ways. They're the nicest. You guys are the nicest people. Now, this is away from police work and all the rest of it. They were all there, and some in uniform, some weren't. But they were nice. It couldn't have been nicer. I just love them. Yeah. Love cops. No, that's that's because you, it's like you say, what goes around comes around. You give nice, you get nice, right? I did ask the, uh, the desk sergeant there at Golden Valley if I could come over and just sit in a cell, because I've never been in a jail cell in my life. I've been, uh -huh. I've visited people in jail and in prison, but I've never been in jail or in prison myself. So I asked him if I could, right. I could come over and just sit in a cell one time. He goes, absolutely, with the understanding there's a two hour minimum. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good line. I That's beautiful. That's a beautiful. Two hour minimum. Once we lock you in, you ain't getting out, pal. So I got to remember that the next time somebody wants to go into handcuffs for fun. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, handcuffs for fun. Two-hour minimum. Sorry. Little little kids ask, can you put the handcuffs on me? All the time. Do they really? Oh, God, Tom. They all think it's the funniest thing ever. And then they go I show their mom, and then I say, oh, I lost a key, and then they cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. Can handcuffs get small enough for kids? Um, it depends on the size of the kids. Yeah. I have a nephew. He was very, very young. And he said, put the handcuffs on. So I did. And he just, you know, pulled right out of them. And I'm like, okay. So I put them around his ankles. Oh, God. He did not know what to do. He's like, what? He's right there. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, it's magnificent. I, I just, you know, I had a friend I used to lift weights with. This guy was one strong son of a bitch, I'll tell you that. But uh -huh. uh, he said, somebody's talking about, no, just put you in handcuffs. He goes, go ahead. I don't care. They're not going to do anything to me. And this is back when handcuffs used to have little chain links between them. Yep, they I still do. they still do. Yeah, oh, they, do they? Yeah. Well, they've <laughs> yep. changed them, I know, because he took his hands, and he was in handcuffs, and he rubbed his... He rubbed them back together. He broke the handcuffs by heating them up. Oh. What? I mean, it was, well, this guy oh. was very, very strong. Don't me, I don't think we yeah. could do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Probably, probably couldn't. <laughs> Maybe not. But he got out of handcuffs. Well, the handcuffs were still around his wrist. Yeah. But, but they weren't changed the together. He broke the chain. they weren't tied together steel. anymore. Wow. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. That's it. So, I, so, you know. Texting and driving. Yes, sir. It is a petty misdemeanor, same as a speeding ticket. Okay. But the state can set the fine to whatever they want the fine to be. 
like a seatbelt violation for mm-hmm. years and years and years was not a primary offense, which meant you couldn't pull someone over because they didn't have their seatbelt on. You had to have like a speeding and then they didn't have it on and then you could tag them for the speed and the seatbelt. Oh, well, yeah, then okay. they just, then they decided, okay, we can make seatbelts primary because it's pretty darn easy to tell if somebody doesn't have their seatbelt on or right. on inappropriately, right, you know, under their arm or something. Um, so that fine, just for that alone, with all the court fees and everything else, is over $100. Your basic run-of-the-mill, five miles over the speed limit uh, tag runs you, starts at about 142 bucks in Hennepin County. And then it just goes up the faster you're going. I I find that stuff so amazing. I, you know, I, we I, I talked to a lot of the coppers over there today when I was you know after the speeches were done and all that stuff, and they just they went out of their way to come over and thank me for coming there and and thank me for supporting the police officers all around the area. Uh, I you guys don't hear a lot of positive things from the uh, from the population, do you? We really don't hear a lot of popular, you know, the city I work in, half of them love me, half of them hate me, and three quarters of the ones that hate me have never spoken to me. (laughs) (laughs) They hate your guts anyway. I saw a great I'm too big and intimidating for them, you know, in our little quiet suburban Mayberry town. Mayberry, sure. I saw a great meme on uh, Facebook the other day. It's the guy says, I got pulled over by a cop, and he said, do you know how fast you were going? And I said, I kind of thought that was your job. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good idea. That might tend to get us going. You never know. Yeah, you probably don't want to lip off the cops. (laughs) But I would laugh at it first. Yeah. I'm like, yep, it's my job. You're going going this fast. Now you're getting a ticket for it. Right. (laughs) I tell you, Officer Dave, the reason I've always gotten along with cops, other than, you know, my mother had a couple of coppers in her family, but she also had a couple of hoodlums in her family, so there was a nice balance there, apparently. But I, there you go. From the time I was a little boy, uh, and there were only probably two or three times it happened, but you know, I got out of line on something, and they literally said, you can, you can learn from this, or you can go to jail, whatever you want to do. The cops always went out of their way to this poor little white kid running around North Minneapolis. They, they, they were very, very nice to me. They gave me the option. You want to you go to jail? We'll take you to jail. You don't? Then learn your lesson. Yeah, well, it's, That's it. It's really, it's really kind of sad, though, Tom, when you get the parents who um, they're walking into, like, a gas station filling the squad up or something. You know, and I'm, I'm like you. I'm 6'4", 300 pounds, 37-inch sleeve. 40-inch waist, 34-inch inseam, 19-inch neck. <laughs> You're so a it's rather like, large you know, guy. <laughs> just, a, just a normal-sized cop. Yeah, know, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, be, be good or he's going to take you to jail. And I just look at the kids and I go, oh, you poor kid. Yeah. It's it, There's nothing more frustrating than parents who try to – and that's, I think, where some of the hatred of cops has come from, is that kids automatically think right out of the gate – that all we do is take people to jail. They don't see us doing chest compressions on the right. on the little little old man who keeled over when he got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Right. Or you know all the other stuff. It's just ah. And again, it's it's hard. This job sucks sometimes. There's no doubt about it. Well, the amazing thing to me is, what do you think's going to happen to you if somebody? realizes you're not going to get a police response to your house. What do you think is going to happen to your house if the cops don't come to your house? 
Oh, it's not going to be pretty. It's happening. You I know, know it is. Are, we're taking the back seat. It's like we're so afraid of everything now and everybody calling us this and saying that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me personally, I'm all for body cams because I got nothing to hide. You know, you put that right. baby on me, I got right. nothing to hide. Show that I did everything just the way I should. And, and uh, you know, it's like, ah, I, I don't know. <laughs> just sometimes I get so frustrated. It's. I want to start to cry. No, not really. Nah, not really. All right, Pally. So uh, we got to watch out the texting and driving. First of all, I don't text and drive anyway. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, texting and driving. But no, um, I understand that. August 1st, it's all over for everybody. Uh, two more months and you're That's done. Correct. I don't even, I'm surprised he gave him that. Correct. I'm surprised he gave him 90 days to, to you know, figure it out. Uh, yep. Well, I, and your Mustang. Yeah. For your Mustang, I outfitted mine. Mine did not come with Bluetooth. Oh, it did? I went, because mine's a 2007. But mine actually searches for the phone. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, I don't have Bluetooth on on my system. I don't know why I won't come I'm glad you brought that up. The Shaker 5. I'm glad you brought that up. I wish it was car selling secrets. So if you've got an older car that doesn't have Bluetooth... You can buy an adapter that plugs into your cigarette lighter, and basically it'll run lighter? Bluetooth right through uh, an unused FM channel on your receiver. Mm-hmm. That's Works exactly great. what I did. Yep. yep. I got went to Target and picked one up, and it works beautifully. What did you spend there, your, about 15 or 20 bucks? Yeah, it was like 20, 25 bucks, something like that. And I tried to find one that was fairly, fairly good quality. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a three and a half millimeter jack. And Tom, if yours is like mine, your three and a half millimeter plug is in your center console. Mm-hmm. Okay. With a plug in right there. Yeah, because yeah. like some of the cars, then they came out where you have an aux cable right. port, but no Bluetooth capabilities. So yeah, it's like a Bluetooth yep. receiver that'll yep. be plugged into the You just got to have your cord. phone someplace. Yep. Then you just got to have your phone someplace close enough you can speak into it. It can hear you, you know. It just mm-hmm. sits on your lap or whatever when you're right, driving along. Right. But their their voice comes through the speakers beautifully. So. All right. Well, I'm, all I'm trying I to do you. is obey the law, man. That's all I know. <laughs> and keep driving that Mustang, man. I oh, tell you. I ya. love it. I absolutely love it. I don't even. I must have a cigarette lighter, but I had no idea where it is. Hmm. It's in your it's in your glove in your center console. Oh, it's in the center console in the ashtray yep. or something. Well, there's no ashtray nope, in there. Not they're, the ashtray. It's a twelve no volt outlet anymore. is what they call them now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the good yep. old ashtray. Yep. <laughs> are there no ashtrays in cars anymore? No, no, no. Yeah, it is rare. Those my garbage cans. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You put your gum wrappers in there. <laughs> You're, um, oh, you have spots for change. You have spots for wires and all type of things and a dock for your yeah. phone and but an ashtray no. nope no, are cigarette see, lighters are those 12 volt cigarette lighters even legal anymore sure like the actual like push in yeah. heat up yep. lighter oh i've never even seen one in i don't even know 10 at least years you know i gotta tell you a story because we only got about a minute and a half left something like that my friend Bobby Knotts, I love Bobby. He died very young and makes me sad as hell. But uh, he told me a story about when he was a little nine-year-old kid. He pushed the cigarette lighter in because I guess he probably didn't even know what the hell it was. He pushed it in, 
And then he took it out and looked at it, and it was glowing orange. So he touched it. Oh. Ah! I've done that before, actually. Oh, you've done it? It's like a bastard. Yes, it does. No, it's here's insanely the, hot, yeah. Here's the bad part. Ouch! Bad part of it is Bobby and his family go into this uh, up in, I think, Randall, Minnesota. They go into this diner, and uh, apparently it hurts quite a bit to burn yourself with a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting in the cafe, and he's going, I can't believe I burned myself. It really hurts. Oh, my God, this burn on my finger is terrible. And he just kept going on and on about the burn on his finger. The waitress came over and said, could you ask the young man not to talk about that? Just couple of months ago, my son burned to death. Oh, like, no. man. No. Oh. He said, I've been mortified by that my whole life. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine that? I was like, oh, God. Well, unfortunate. All right, well, try oh. to behave and then go out with your friends and booze it up tonight, Officer Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, take care. See you, Doug. See you JD, later, sir. Alex, See you. Sandy. Bye. Bye. Love y'all. Love you too, Pally. What a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Cops are really decent people. I love cops. They're so fun. They're great. And they just want to help, man. Mm -hmm. That's it. They just want to help out. All right, here's the deal. Um, Oh, my God, we didn't give away the tickets. Oh, no, that's fine. I put up a post on Facebook. So if you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, Twitter's at Tom Bernard Show. On Facebook, it's at Tom Bernard Podcast. Um, all you have to do is like and comment in the comment section. Just tag a friend you'd like to bring along. You get some free passes to go see Nate Jackson at House of Comedy. Yeah, usually when it's uh, sunny in 88, people do not go to comedy shows because mm-hmm. it's too nice outside. Mm-hmm. But Nate is a great guy and very, very funny guy. Do it, so get do a it at dinner time. Go yeah. have dinner there. Yeah, they yeah. do have idea. quite good food there. Yeah, they do. I've never been to, I still haven't been to Shake Shack. Shake Shack? Isn't that what it is? No. Yeah. What? There's a shake. Sh- well, yeah, there's, there's a shake, shake shack, shack at, there. at Mall of America, oh. not at House of Comedy. Yeah, the House of Comedy is our burger. No, no, right, right. But I mean, the, the Shake Shack is there, oh. and one by Southdale, right? The two well, Shake Shacks. Shake Shack on our burger. Yeah. They well, have... Shake Shack's supposed to be phenomenal. I've never eaten. There. Well, I love mm. a good hamburger. That's my, that's my <laughs> well, favorite food. Go. I understand. All right. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.